These are some of the major stories which made the news this week in The Hunter. The pilot of a light aircraft survived a crash landing at Luskintyre Airfield near Maitland on Tuesday night. The 66-year-old had just taken off in his single-engine de Havilland chipmunk at about 7pm when the plane experienced partial engine failure. He tried to return to the airfield but crash-landed the plane on its belly in a nearby paddock. The man was taken to the John Hunter Hospital with minor injuries to his right leg and elbow. There was another drive-by shooting in the Hunter on Wednesday, the second in two weeks. Police were called to a home on Clarence Street at Tenambit just after 9.30 Tuesday night to reports multiple shots had been fired into the house. No one was inside at the time and nobody was injured. Police say it appeared to be a targeted shooting. It comes after shots were fired into a home at Gilliston Heights two weeks ago, believed to be bikey gang related. A man was tasered at Tyres Hill on Wednesday following multiple alleged attempted robberies and carjackings. Around 8.30am, Newcastle Police responded to reports of an armed hold-up of a service station on Maitland Road at Tyres Hill, where they were told a man had entered demanding cash before fleeing with cigarettes. The alleged offender then approached a woman on Elizabeth Street and attempted to steal her car without success. Senior Constable Justin Harana said the story doesn't end there. He then flagged down a taxi and allegedly attempted to rob the driver and steal the vehicle. The taxi driver left the vehicle and ran into a nearby industrial store on Elizabeth Street. The man followed the driver into the store and allegedly attempted to rob three people inside. The man in his 40s was arrested soon after as police found him, deployed a taser and secured the knife he was carrying. He was taken to the John Hunter Hospital for an existing medical condition. Novocastrians petitioned for an extension of ferry services in the Hunter on Wednesday. Parliamentary Secretary for the Hunter, Scott MacDonald, tabled the petition on Tuesday afternoon which requests additional ferry pick-up and drop-off facilities at Wickham and Carrington. Scott MacDonald said he's impressed with the community's efforts. I think they're on a, on a good pathway here. They're talking to the community, they're putting up the petitions, uh, getting the, you know, the, um, the issue raised out there in the media. So, look, good on them and I'm very happy, of course, to represent them and uh, put their petition up in Parliament. Big delays were caused in all directions approaching the Hexham Bridge after a 45-tonne crane toppled over on Tuesday night. A salvage operation to remove the crane wrapped up just after 5 on Wednesday morning, but work continued to repair the road surface and bridge infrastructure. Police said the crane appeared to have been travelling too fast onto the northbound on-ramp when it toppled onto its side at about 6.30pm. The driver wasn't injured. Hunter Police smashed a major drug syndicate operating in the Maitland area on Thursday. Five Vietnamese nationals faced Maitland local court over Wednesday's drug raids across the Lower Hunter. Police seized more than 1,400 cannabis plants being grown in sophisticated hydroponic setups at six homes in Rayworth, Tenambit, Hedden Greeter, Aberglassen and Chisholm. Superintendent Craig Jackson said those involved in the drug ring went to great lengths to hide their activities. They will do everything they can to um, fly under the radar and that will include making sure that no light escapes the house of a night time, that uh, there's no odour coming from the house. They're fairly low-key in that they don't have a lot of people coming and going, so they don't present as being your typical residential premises. Police say the hall has a street value of $2.8 million. On Thursday, Labor slammed a New South Wales health investigation into cancer cases on Cabbage Tree Road at Williamtown as a complete farce. New South Wales Health said the investigation does not indicate evidence of a cancer cluster in Williamtown, but Labor MPs were concerned by the revelation more than 80% of those sampled live outside the PFAS contamination zone. 
Port Stephens MP Kate Washington deemed the study flawed for including areas as far out of the red zone as Karua. Such a large population being drawn into such a small area that needs to be studied, which is the Williamtown contamination area and more closely Cabbage Tree Road, it beggars belief that we could be having conclusions about the Williamtown area based on that flawed large-sized area. And a dodgy building contractor who's previously ripped off dozens of Hunter residents was arrested on the Gold Coast on Friday. Matthew Rickson first came to the attention of the Department of Fair Trading in 2012 and was banned from working in the New South Wales building industry. Minister for Better Regulation Matt Keane has been warning Hunter residents not to deal with Rickson for some time and said the arrest came from media attention of the issue. After a tip from a member of the public, Fair Trading were able to work with New South Wales Police to track him down and arrest him last week in Brisbane. Matthew Rickson is now being extradited to Newcastle where he'll face charges of contempt of court, amongst other things. Uh, It's about time the law caught up with this dodgy operator. Rickson has been refused bail and will be extradited to Newcastle where an outstanding arrest warrant will be executed on his behalf. And in sport this week, Newcastle University student Matt Graham took out the silver medal on Tuesday in the men's moguls finals at the Winter Olympic Games in South Korea. He was pipped at the post by world number one Canadian Michael Kingsbury. On Tuesday, Newcastle Jets W League coach Craig Dean said Football Federation Australia needs to bite the bullet and give W League players a longer, more professional competition. The Jets have Newcastle-based Matilda star Emily Van Egmond secured for another season, but the club will have to assemble the rest of the squad for 2018 to 2019. Dean said he'd like to sign more players on longer-term contracts, but that's not where the W League is at. American surfer Taylor Jensen took out the Merriweather Longboard Classic on Wednesday. Jensen took out the heat stages of the comp in impressive style before producing his highest score in the final against Harley Ingleby to bring home the title. He said Merriweather had excellent surfing conditions. And on Friday, Jets women's captain Emily Van Egmond decided she'll spend the off-season playing in the US. She'll turn out for the Orlando Pride, where she'll link up with former Matildas coach Tom Sermani. It's Van Egmond's fourth stint at an American club and comes in preparation for next year's World Cup.